G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. So yes, the gospel is a pearl of great price, and we should we'll do we should do whatever it takes, pay any price, to have this relationship with God that He provides for us. Foundations: Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith, with Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Well, last time on Foundations, we were exploring clean things coming from unclean things, something that uh, only God can do. I guess with uh, man, it is impossible. But God chose the Jewish people to be a very distinct race, and they were given a specific task to fulfill on the world stage. So how does the application of clean and unclean relate to the Jews? We looked uh, last time at how the pearl, we look at the oyster being unclean and how the pearl is uh, grown or develops from a tiny little irritation that becomes this this item of great value. And we looked at how we actually fulfill this picture that as this unclean, um, we are unclean, this little irritant, we come to faith in Christ and we're like this irritant in the pearl, which which is in the oyster, which is like the world, it's unclean. Mm. And in this little pressure cooker, so to speak, we become refined and we, we gain value because he transforms us and he mm. makes us into something of this great value, like a pearl. But it's, it's a lot more than that. If you, have you ever seen those maps of the world and it's not a globe, it's like somebody has taken a globe and they've cut the map and then they've flattened the entire mm. map out. You see this yep. flat image of the world. If you did that and you went, which is the, the country right in the very centre of that map? It's actually the nation of Israel. Mm. Israel as a nation, this tiny weeny little speck of dirt in the context of the rest of the world is right at the heart of mm. the nations. Yeah. It's right in the middle. And in that particular region of the world, it is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> that might be an understatement. Yes. It's a really dangerous neighborhood on the globe. Mm. On the one side of uh, Israel, they have the Mediterranean Sea. Have you ever looked up the meaning of the word Mediterranean? No. You never have because no. you never thought you needed to. No, I didn't ever think you so. didn't think so. <laughs> the actual meaning of the word Mediterranean means, <laughs> and it's got nothing to do with the Lord of the Rings, means Middle Earth oh, okay. or um, the middle of the earth. It's kind of from a Latin word, medi or medius means the middle, mm. and terra is land. So it's this middle land within the scope of the globe. Mm -hmm. So right here in the middle of the world, you've got this tiny little nation of Israel and surrounded on all other sides, it's a really, really, really nasty, hostile, dangerous Mm. environment. And you kind of think, why on earth did God... Pick that particular yeah. spot for his people. I know the Jewish people are always, they've got this standing joke about Moses and they he wandered around in the wilderness for 40 years and picked the only place in the Middle East <laughs> with no oil. What was he thinking? Yeah. Uh, he picked the, the most difficult place for them to live. But God put them there. Mm. God said, this land, I'm choosing this land. This is your inheritance and where I'm going to put my name. And you think, why there? 
Well, in the context of the pearl, which we talked about as the oyster, coming from an oyster, and the oyster, if the earth is an oyster, if the world is an oyster and it's unclean because it's fallen and it's corrupt and it's dangerous, and then you get this tiny little irritant that goes into the middle of this oyster in this pressure cooker, this hostile environment, and it, it grows and it grows and it grows and it becomes this adornment of beauty and great value. Mm. Well, Israel, in the scope of the Middle East, is this irritant. They don't like Israel at all. And yet in this hostile environment, this pressure cooker, Israel is like a jewel, the center of the world. Mm. And God called this people to be a light to the nations and that the temple would ultimately be a place of worship for all nations. They were to be this light so that the rest of the world would understand how God wanted to have a relationship with human beings, Mm. his human creation. They rebelled against him from the start, so he chose this particular people, not because they were better, not because they're perfect, far from it, just because that's what he decided to do. Mm. And in Psalm 23, verse 5, this kind of takes on some new significance. It's a messianic psalm, but as we know, there's so many depths and levels in Scripture Psalm 23, 5 says, And God, this is you, God, prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And God has set this table, this extraordinary land, right in the heart of the center of the world in a hostile environment, and he's established his people there. And when we say he set a table before me, it is a prosperous land. It's a beautiful land. It's a very harsh land. But it's being blessed constantly right in the center of, of all of their enemies. And God is revealing himself. Whether they've been in obedience or disobedience, the Jewish people have been a light to the nations because God has proven himself faithful to them in spite of them. And so right in the heart of this this land, there's this pearl growing. He brought his people back to the land after 2,000 years of dispersion and persecution and all the rest of it. And through trial and struggle, God has developed and transformed them and he's making them into something incredibly – they shouldn't exist. They shouldn't be there, and Mm. yet they are. And it's got to be all glory to God, all of it. So Israel, his chosen people, is his pearl of great price, developed, beautified among the tribulation and the hardship of the world. We believers, in the context of pearls, we are pearls. That are great. So to together, Gentile believers and Jewish people, we are this pearl of great price. But who paid the price? Mm. What price was it? God paid an extraordinary price. He paid it when he sent his son. You know, it broke God's heart to send his son. Jesus paid the most extreme price when he gave his own life. Yeah. So when we read this parable... Matthew thirteen forty five to 46, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking fine pearls. And upon finding the one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and he bought it. So the parable is definitely, most certainly means that a person hears the gospel and he realizes it's eternal value and he's prepared to give up his entire life, family, fortune, job, whatever. He'll give everything up for this eternal security. That's absolutely true. But when you look at the fact that the pearl comes from something non-kosher, 
something unclean, you can understand this deeper and, and, and richer application as well. The, the parable is not only appropriate for Gentiles to come to faith in Christ and join God's family as adopted children. It's also encompassing the role of his chosen people and the role and their influence in the world. So yes, the gospel is a pearl of great price and we should we'll do we should do whatever it takes, pay any price to have this relationship with God that he provides for us. But it is also that we this irritant in an unclean world are purified and become this valuable treasure in God's hands and as this treasure these pearls he actually paid this great mm. price to win us over and to to purchase us along with his Jewish people, even in their unbelief. I'm not saying they're saved without Christ. I'm not saying that. But he's never, ever forsaken or given mm. up his promise to be faithful to them in spite of their unbelief. Yeah. It's really uh, – I found this – I found this study on pearls and what's clean and what's unclean. And again, the definition of what is unclean is is not on the item itself but really on the function of what that is mm-hmm. and, and the function of the oyster being this filtration system. Don't eat it because it's filtering all the bad stuff. And yet from this this filtration device, this little vacuum cleaner, (laughs) we get this most valuable, beautiful jewel. And the picture, the picture of the gospel being valuable and the people that Christ pays for Mm. and his people as a light to the nation, as these wonderful treasured pearls, these valuable gems, is also striking and Mm. beautiful. Absolutely. And I guess beautiful in the fact that he gave up everything to purchase that pearl as well. So that's a, a beautiful... Isn't that the most beautiful love story? Yeah, Isn't absolutely. that amazing? It is a great thing to dig into, and I encourage you again to get the notes. You can download them from the website for all these different uh, programs. Go to vision.org.au slash foundations to grab those. Now, you did mention briefly in the last program about tassels and that uh, thought that it's actually using an unclean thing to create something clean. So we're going to find out more in the next program about the tassels and how they relate to this picture. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.